Hello and welcome to Superpowers with Tasha, the podcast that celebrates differences and the extraordinary power that lies within each of us. In a world that often focuses on limitations, this show shines a light on the unique and incredible abilities that each of us bring to the table, turning what society may perceive as limitations into sources of strength. We hope to inspire you to embrace your own superpower, whatever that may be, and to recognize the amazing potential you have. Today we've got an incredible guest. She was on a TV show called The Traitors last year. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. To this day, she continues to change people's perceptions on dwarfism and an amazing advocate for that. So I want you to welcome the amazing Muriel Williams. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you. No, I'm and so excited to. Yeah, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. The sun's out today, isn't it? Yes, I know. It's so much hotter than Scotland, so I'm loving it. <laughs> just see me in a bikini or something. <laughs> I feel like as soon as it hits, like, 19 degrees, everyone's just in, like, bikini, yeah. shorts, like, yes. tops out. Like, it's like walking around, beer in their hands and stuff. I feel yeah. like typical UK weather isn't it definitely it's like summertime in Scotland it's like 10 degrees and everyone's running around tops off so it's a bit different here which is good so you're originally from Scotland then I'm originally from South Africa so I was born in South Africa and I moved over when I was six I lived in Essex and with my mom and then we moved up from Essex to um, Edinburgh Scotland wow that's amazing traveled around that's amazing that's such a big transition coming from South Africa to the UK do you remember much about coming over yeah so my dad still lives there in uh, South Africa Africa and all my family still live there so I go back about once or twice a year um, yeah. but yeah me and my mum just moved over with literally two suitcases and um, when I was six so just for a better life with my condition and stuff yeah. and better health care and yeah so I always go back it's quite good it's always my original home but I love living here I still yeah. need to go so I went to Cape Town for like uh-huh. Like literally four days for a shoot, but oh, I feel like I didn't really get to see fully see it. Yeah, South Africa for what it is. I've yes. heard like it's stunning. You need to do it. Like safaris, you to do everything on the bucket list. Yeah, so, I'm like Andrew, come on, let's go, let's take it all <laughs> off. No, I definitely recommend. Yeah, I definitely will. So obviously, let's talk a bit obviously about you. So growing up, you're born with dwarfism, right? Mm-hmm. What's the condition called? I tried to say it earlier, but my pronunciation can be a bit. Hard. But. Oh no, I can't even pronounce it sometimes. <laughs> so there's different types of dwarfism, and I have achondroplasia. I can't even spell it either. Um, but this is the most common type of dwarfism, so it affects okay. my arms and my legs. Basically, means that they're shorter than everyone else's, but my torso and mm-hmm. um, the top part is average height. So I was. It's like affects one in twenty-five thousand births, mm-hmm. um, and it was just a fluke. Like my mom and dad are both average height. All my family members are all average height, and it just was this a genetic like mutation I can't really say that word well yeah. um, but it was that that caused the dwarfism yeah so how was that for you like growing up then like was it in terms of because I was born into a hearing family so yeah. they couldn't understand how you feel the struggles and the yeah. feelings that you go through so yeah I can imagine you could kind of experience similar in that way so how was that for you in that aspect yeah definitely because I think as well until someone's as us and um, they don't really understand us so my yeah. mom for instance would put things in different bits that she could reach and I couldn't I mean I had a normal upbringing I'm an only child and um, we moved over obviously to the UK just for better healthcare. South Africa wasn't the best at that time for my condition but yeah I think like the schooling was I was really fortunate with school I wasn't like bullied or anything which is really good not that it's like a lucky thing but it's, yeah. I know people with my condition do experience bullying and um, but it's more on the day-to-day basis like if I go out and I feel like with someone with a different 
difference is always noticeable. People always stare or point or people are confused. And I think if people don't see someone, like they can maybe go their whole life without seeing someone with dwarfism, then they're kind of like taken back. So in that day, it still affects. But I feel like with myself and yourself, we're very adaptable. We can always adapt in different situations. And, And I've like, you know, someone who's just, completely totally fine will never really under fully understand if you get me yeah 100 yeah. and i feel like there's so many stereotypes especially within like disabilities and yeah. you know so many stereotypes being deaf like i always get comments like oh so how do you drive then if like oh, they've got cock and implant my right ear if you can't yeah. hear and i'm like there's a way it's, like you said it's about being yeah. adaptable and you yeah. make those changes for yourself so there's yeah. any stereotypes around dwarfism? Yeah, I think as well, like the same with the driving, like I drive my hands yeah. and then a lot of people just automatically assume that I can't drive. And then a lot of times, like I'm really fortunate my grand alters all my clothes, so I don't shop in children's clothing sizes. Yeah. Um, so I can just shop the same as everyone else. So everyone's always like, oh, but you're wearing kids' clothes. I'm like, no, no, I wear the, like if you've got a Zara top on, I've got a Zara and top on. Like, you know, exactly. we can just wear the exact same. And I think as well, people just automatically assume things. They just think, you know, as well as, my condition there's a lot of people in like pantomimes and Mm -hmm. stuff and I think that's where the whole hilarity comes from so when I'm out in public and stuff people often point or they'll laugh because they've seen someone in a pantomime doing something with the same condition so they think it's like all of a hysterical thing but I think just showing people like my Instagram and like TikTok how I live a day-to-day life and they can relate so much more than they think they can yeah I think people are quite taken back because they often think oh no she can't do this and I'm like no I can I just do it a different way you know, I can still do the same thing, but just not the same way as maybe you can or someone else can. No, definitely. So, yeah. That's so true. And I think there's this thing I saw about no Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, yes. And I saw that they might, you know, have someone in a wheelchair. Yeah. The amount of comments I saw, like the comment section being like, well, how are they going to dance if they're in a wheelchair? Yeah. And it's like... Well, they'll figure it out. Wheel- yeah. Wheelchair dancing has been around for so many yeah, years. Exactly. And people just don't have that open mentality to kind yeah. of be like... It's amazing that actually the TV industry is breaking boundaries and bringing down stigmas around disabilities. And obviously you went on the traitor. So how did you feel knowing that you're going to go on the show? I really, I was really excited. I was, I think because the show had never been released before, I didn't know how big it was going to be. So I kind of didn't really set my expectations that high. But I was like, it's still an amazing experience. And then when I obviously did everything, I was like, this is incredible. You know, I did things that I never thought I'd be able to do. Like all the challenges, a lot of times people are like, but you didn't do that. I was like, no, no, I did every single challenge. It's the exact same time. I didn't have like an extra starting time or extra minutes. I did it the same as everyone else. And yeah, it was amazing. And I think as well, like with my condition and stuff it's good to show people with differences it would have been just a boring show if everyone's standing all the same wearing the same you know no one feels represented and I feel like even anyone with disabilities will feel like oh they're being represented because it's highlighting that people can with disabilities do everything Mm -hmm. the same as everyone else just maybe not the same way Um, but yeah it was really really cool I mean I loved in the challenges I loved getting buried alive I was like I'll do anything (laughs) and and it's a BBC so I was like you'll be the safest person ever so you're not going to get in harm's way yeah or anything. I think it's so great to see much more representation like yeah. you said being shown on tv and it's like it's about time like yeah. normalizing it like yeah even me going on the show people were so shocked and I was like yeah it should be normal like, it should be normal it shouldn't be a first time yeah exactly and especially for the 22nd like you know we're 2023 and it's now just like recently started moving and I feel like as well like disabilities weren't shown anywhere like years ago it was just unheard of yeah. and that's why when people were different they were so like oh it's amazed because no one had ever seen that whereas I feel like we're educating mm-hmm. definitely and it's good because it's it would just be a boring life if everyone was the 
same. That's what I always say. Yeah, so, that's yeah. so true. And I think it's all about celebrating you. And yeah. I always say it doesn't define me, but it's a part of me that's something that's a bit unique and special yeah. or different. And it's about embracing that and like yeah. you use your platform so well for that oh, and I love you. the little th- things on TikTok that yeah. you do and it's like it's great because I feel like TikTok's become the place now where it's quite educational now like yeah. I see more representation and I see so many people talk about being more open and that's yeah. great to see and I feel like the world's starting to now not be so close-minded yes no i agree and i think people want to just sometimes know so yeah. i feel like if they ask in a respectable way i'm always fine to answer any questions because i think a lot of the times people are just like want to be educated they're a bit curious so i feel like once i answer that they're like oh okay that's that makes sense so when if they see someone who's a little bit different they won't make a big deal because they're like mm-hmm. oh no but i watched someone on you know social media and i know how they did that or oh i've seen that but yeah definitely and i think as well tiktok is like a good platform to just show it's like educate mm-hmm. as well and people can just watch and be learn themselves if you get me yeah. and i always say to use your difference to make a difference you know it's something that we have that makes us stand out from everyone else so we use it in a good way a hundred percent and it's like do you deal with negative comments on your social media like do you get yeah. that quite a lot yeah so before the show i had like the odd comments and stuff like that. i had instagram but it wasn't really that like you know, I wasn't really in the public eye in a sense. Yeah. And then obviously after the show and then like at the end of the stage, I did receive lots of comments. But you know, when you go looking for them, because I was so curious and then I was like quite taken back and I was like, oh, and then I just had to just disconnect myself. Mm-hmm. I always just think I don't know that person. They're not saying it directly to me. They don't know me. Yeah. Um, because I wanted to reply back and my friends, they're, I always say they're like my bodyguards. They're always like, oh, no, I want to say something. I'm like, no, no, just don't say anything. And then I just ignore it. But yeah. it was hard at first. I don't know about yourself, but it's yeah. hard to just bite your tongue sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I always think as well, it's like it's not fair because no one would say that to just a normal, able-bodied person. They wouldn't say like critique. And yeah. I understand sometimes people do. But I think when you've got a different or disability and they pinpointing to that exact, it does hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just try to just like discuss connect myself but yeah. yeah and I think they don't know me and sometimes people just say heartful things because they are not really feeling themselves or whatever and um, yeah. so definitely it is definitely yeah. hurtful I think people forget we're also human yes like yeah. like people sometimes see us in a different light like oh they're not going to be hurt by what I say yes. it's like actually we will we're yeah. exactly the same like everyone's equal and when yeah. I came out the show I experienced ableism and it's like yeah at first, I was like, I really wanted to just go, yeah, just go in and just yes. be like, oh. But then my parents are like Tash, like they're literally like Karens behind screens. Yeah, like, exactly. They got like what zero followers and like yeah, that's how you, yeah, just, that's how you gotta think of it. And I kind of turn it into a positive. I don't know about yeah. you, but I use that negativity to push me even more to be like, okay, I'm gonna do better for my community. Yes. And sometimes that's how I flip switch it to make yeah. it not so negative. Yeah. But it's hard to ignore it sometimes. Like yeah. if I see it, I'm just like, I just delete it. Yeah, like, that's what I do. I delete and block. I think I've got yeah. like about 300 people on my block list <laughs> on TikTok. I swear. I notice the worst part is I feel like people don't think they'll notice a comment and I notice it straight away. And yeah. then I literally go in their thing and I delete and block. So I jake my friends like. I think you're like 350. I was like, yeah, I'm Jaylee, block everyone. And then I'm like, I don't want them to see myself. If they're going to write something nasty. Yeah. And I know you're meant to ignore it, but I was like, no, you can get blocked. So, yeah, I yeah. agree. And sometimes yeah. I get annoyed that we block them. I'm like, well, what did you expect? Like, yeah. And sometimes what's actually funny is I sometimes reply to some with like a bit of sarcasm funny. Uh-huh. As soon as I reply to that comment, then they reply being like, oh, no, no, I love you, Tasha. Yes, like, I've heard that. I'm like... <laughs> You just said something so horrible and then now all of a sudden you're like, actually, no, I love you. It's because I caught that yes. person out. Yeah. So it is crazy. Like, 
with social media, I feel like it's still got a long way to go in terms of commenting and the hurtful messages like it is a lot it can be a lot yeah no I agree and I think as well people like I understand like everyone gets it but I think as well people fully don't understand it until they've got like a a disability I feel because a lot of times be like yeah I had someone call me ugly and I'm like if they're just like an able-bodied normal person and I'm like yeah I know but it's not like the same when someone's pinpointing yeah and I think as well it's hard to disconnect yourself and I I feel like you have to be in that position and have it and then you're like Mm -hmm. okay that's fine so now I don't feel emotional when I see stuff yeah but at the first couple of times I was like oh my goodness I was like how can someone even I didn't even think of the things people have said if that makes sense you yeah know, some of the things people say I was like how do you even think of that and why would you even say it but yeah. I was like you just do you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is crazy like that how people are just going to keep on just type it yeah I'm like behind you know and I don't know what they want like I think they just want reaction because reaction. I've had the same like I've had like someone sent me two paragraphs on, on Instagram request messages and I replied back with a question mark and they replied the same like oh no I didn't I didn't realize that you were going to do this Meryl I love you on the traitors and I was like no you can't I was like look at the messages before before I was like you can't do that yeah I think people just want a reaction or to know I think they disconnect us with real people in a sense anyone with like who's been on a show or is kind of on like a platform they just disconnect you it's not really real yeah yeah, which is hard yeah yeah so like growing up for you Mm -hmm. like for me I felt I was comparing myself quite negative to other people I went to a normal high school Mm -hmm. no one else in my school was deaf or hearing impaired so I felt quite like like I feel like as a teenager trying to figure out who you are as well yeah it's like you're going through like so many hormones and everything Uh it's like Oh, I don't know. But I don't know for you, like, did you struggle in terms of trying to find your identity? Yeah, I think as well, because all my friends are, like, average height. Like, I didn't... My mum kind of introduced me to the little people community through, like, RGAs and stuff, which... um, which I went to a couple of times, but when I was with my friends, I kind of forgot I was little, but I, it was hard. I kind of went through the, like, I don't know if you went through it, like, why me? Like, it's not fair. Like, yeah. you know, it's always not fair. And I was like, I get that. It is, it is life. But at the time, I was like, well, it's not fair that so-and-so is average height and they can just do whatever they want, but then I can't, you know. Yeah. Um, so it was frustrating. And I think as well, even still now, it's hard not to compare yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I'm a completely physically different person, but it's hard to be like, oh, I want to be that skinny, but then I know that I can't ever be that skinny because I've got little legs and I've got little arms but it's so hard not to so I think it's just learning to love yourself and like accept yourself it was something I definitely did struggle especially at high school when everyone's going through like kind of the teenage years but I feel like with a difference it's 10 times worse you know it's just harder and I think as well until like no one really understands you until they know Mm -hmm. so I'd often like I've got a friend that lives quite close to me and she's got the same condition as me so I often talk to her and I say oh like you know and she's like oh I can I actually get you in that one I'm like oh it feels so good to have someone that actually understands yeah. whereas my mom and my friends were like oh yeah yeah and I'm like no you don't really understand yeah. um yeah. but yeah I think it's just it's like dips and you know ups and downs kind of thing yeah um but yeah it was definitely hard and I think as well it's just frustrating mm-hmm. you know if you ever get frustrated because I'm like if I'm trying to reach something but I can't reach it but there's no one here to help me or if I'm in the shops it gets like or if I'm even out and I just get frustrated but yeah it's, you know it's just life no of course so, yeah. that's nice that you had that friends confiding like yes. when you're growing up and yeah what have, about yourself did you yeah, to have that same experience oh yes and it's like in a way that's kind of your outlet yes like you said you know your parents don't have the same it's kind of hard to 
relate, yeah. explain. It's like, yeah. oh, they're not getting it. So it's nice that you have that kind of, yeah. you know, someone there to be like, actually, yeah, I get you, like, yeah. 100%. That's really nice to have. Like, yeah, definitely. no, I agree. And I was the same as yourself. Like, I went to mainstream high school. It was, it was, a, it was a quite rough high school, you know. It wasn't, like, very fancy. Um, but I was like, do you know what? I never experienced anything. Like, you know, it was, I think as well, people automatically assume, like, oh, you must have got bullied. I was like, no, like, my high school wasn't very, like, it wasn't fancy, but I, like, was totally fine the yeah. whole way through. I think everyone just thought of me as Meryl, not like, oh, she's a little person, and um, which is really good. Yeah. Because I think as well, I think it would have been hard to have like negative high school experience and then negative like out of high school kind of. It would have been hard to have deal with both. Yeah. But because I was quite fortunate with the high school, it was really good, and I'm still friends with everyone from high school, which is quite good. So we talked about quite a lot about your physical, and you mm-hmm. know, not much more about your mentality. So. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you're getting those hurtful comments and like, mm-hmm. how did you stay strong through it? Obviously, you mentioned a little bit about, uh-huh. you know, but did it also affect you mentally? Yeah, I think definitely. I think it was because it was a first proper time. Mm. Um, and I think it's hard because there's no like real book to read. Like, oh, how do I deal with this? There's no you have to just accept yeah. um, and you have to go for your own journey and some people were receiving negative comments on the show and they were like, I just delete them. I was like, but they're not the same as the ones I'm getting, you know. Mm. But definitely I just had to learn to disconnect myself. I definitely did struggle and I was going looking for it. I don't know why I was going on like the self-sabotage. I was typing into Twitter things that I knew that would come up. And I don't know why, because you know what you know you're looking for. Mm. And I don't know, you know, or like I was going on TikTok and stuff. And then I realised that I actually do have the power. So I was, as I said, blocking and deleting. And I know my friends are like, but just ignore it. But I was like, because I don't even want their comment they want their comment to be there so people can see it mm-hmm. I'm going to delete their comment because it's a whole point and then block them just to like disconnect myself because I don't want the person to win but then I also have to get to a point where I can just ignore them it yeah. is definitely hard because obviously it's something that I obviously knew I was opening myself up for going on to the show mm-hmm. but I didn't realise some of the comments I would receive and I was screenshotting a couple of them but then I was going back and looking at them but I don't I was like reopening the same wound kind of thing Yeah. so Definitely hard, but we had an amazing support system at the show, you know, the welfare and stuff, which were really good. And I could vent and they were preparing me and they kept them telling me to not look. And do you know when someone tells you not to mm-hmm. do something, you're still you Yeah, exactly. And they're like, just don't look. And I'm like, and then I go looking. And then I'm like, oh, no, why did I look? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely get upset, got upset. But I think it's definitely helped me like build a thicker skin yeah. um, for now. So when I get other things or other comments on a day-to-day, I just t- I feel numb kind of thing. Yeah. And I just literally like block and delete. So that's it. So I don't feel emotional connections now, but I definitely did at the time. So yeah. I feel numb to the negative comments. It is harder if you get them face-to-face because obviously face-to-face is a lot harder than like over like, you know, mm. like a screen. Do you experience that face-to-face? Yeah, yeah. Not about the show though. I think as well in just in sense that like if I go out in public and stuff, um, I'll get pointed or I get laughed or people will like mock, not mock, but people haven't really seen someone with like dwarfism and stuff. So they're quite, um, oh, I'm getting upset. No, it's fine. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. yeah it's sorry. I've got, I've got cold hands. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think as well, like, People, it's the first time, so people don't know how to react. And mm. I think there's not really that much education. So, like, I'll get the odd, like, I understand children and stuff are a yeah. bit small. They don't understand. Mm. So um, I'll get, like, mommy, why she's small and stuff. But I feel like the comments or, like, that'll happen on a day where you're just not really feeling that good yeah. anyway. I'm getting so, emotional, yes. lad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So 
So yeah, no. sorry. Um, so I think as well, like it's just like kind of like the nail, you know, it keeps mm. them building. So like I was at Tesco's with my friend yesterday, and she was waiting in the car, and there was a group of like teenagers outside, and I was like, Tyler, I was like, I bet you ten pounds they'll point and stare, and she's like, No, no, they won't. And as soon as I got out of the car, it happened, and she was like, I get frustrated me because I want to say something. I was like, It's not even worth it, you know. You just ignore it. So I think, or even when I'm walking down the street and stuff. So it is definitely something. That's why I went on the show just to maybe stop people if they do you know see someone who's different not to make it a big deal and sorry i didn't like this Um, but yeah i think that's why the whole reason why i went on the show and it is amazing because i get people recognizing me from the show which is fantastic and i love it because i love to talk about the show and stuff but i still receive it on the day-to-day basis on the sense that people are still staring and pointing that maybe haven't watched the show or haven't seen someone i've had people that are like i've had a lady come up to me and she was like i've never seen someone with your condition i was scared of you i was like but why would you be scared of someone and i think as well with this condition there's not really that understanding what people say is quite actually offensive you Mm -hmm. wouldn't say that with someone else with maybe a difference you wouldn't go up to them say i'm scared because i don't know how someone can be scared of another human being yeah Um, and i was like well i won't hurt you like i'm totally fine so i think that's the reason why but yeah it is hard in the day-to-day so that's why i think i have got a thicker skin for like the social media stuff because i was like it's on my phone i can just turn off my phone and that just just goes away so um i don't feel like the phone things affects me as much as the day-to-day so yeah. yeah, no reason yeah. I got emotional is because like it, <laughs> yeah, it hurts me that you yeah. have to go through that and yeah. no one deserves that. Like, yeah. No one ever deserves that. And I hope people yeah. that are watching and listening and <laughs> yeah. go tell your friends, go tell your family what's right, what's not wrong. Like yeah. it's not okay to... Make someone feel, yeah. Make someone oh, feel <laughs> little. And, yeah. But Meryl, like you are uh-huh. amazing inside and out yeah. and you know, it can be hard. Like, yeah. Even when I'm out in public sometimes I can hear people sniggering and laughing and it's like Yeah. You kind of have to like it's hard. Yeah. I don't focus. <laughs> okay. It was an emotional show the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's hard because I think as well, like my friends, they just take the anger side because they're like, I'm so annoyed. But I'm like, but, oh, I was reacting. And I went mm. on girls' holidays when I finished high school. And I went to Ayanapa and I did Zanti. And I think my friend punched someone every single night because it was just like, she's like, no, no one's going to say anything. And now we just get to the bit we just ignore because I think people say things for your reaction. So if you just yeah. don't give them the reaction, then they're not getting what they want. And again, that's social media as well so when i block and delete they're not getting the same reaction as they wanted to yeah so i think it's definitely just people seeing people and then people seeing them on tv they're going to think oh no i'm not going to stare or just people i don't think people put each other uh, what's the word they don't put other people in their shoes, shoes. yeah that's yeah. If that if you can follow the way i've said it um so they wouldn't like it if it happened to them so that's always my rule of book is mm-hmm. if you wouldn't want it done to you then don't do it to anyone else exactly. so yeah it's okay, <laughs> fine like there's definitely needs to be more education around it and yeah. even i say in high school i feel like it's not really taught in high school so mm-hmm. i think that's kind of where it stems from it's like not many people know like even what cock implant is or like yeah. dwarfism and things like that. And it's like, if that was taught in school, yeah, that it, I feel like it'd be such more, more acceptance. Accept- yeah, more acceptance. Yeah. And then people would understand more and be like, yeah. oh, okay. So like, and I feel like that's not taught. And obviously when you come yeah. out of school and stuff, you're kind of open to a new world, like yeah. know, reality. And yeah. I feel like that's kind of 
where it needs to change, I think, in my opinion. It's yeah, like, like main source. Yeah. Yeah, because I think as well with like, if they've not dealt with it on a day-to-day basis on their family life, then they won't ever see it. Mm-hmm. And so they do see someone who's different and they're like, oh my gosh. And I understand like when you're curious, you do stare. But I think it's just like, as you said, like school, primary school, if it's like taught and they can ask the questions and then when they do see someone... Because I think, yeah. it, I feel like the world has changed so much, which is amazing. But I also feel like sometimes it is so backwards in a sense. Yeah. So it's like dealing with the problem at the root of the problem. 100%. So, yeah. And I'm sorry like, you have to go through that. And it's <laughs> no. like, but you are so strong and oh, I can see you. that. And you yeah. are making a change. And thank you've inspired so many people. Like, no, same. You being too. Who you are and just yeah. keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry for my mascara. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like completely, you got okay. me going. I, I know. Like, <laughs> yes. I can relate in some ways. Yes. No, no, of course. Because you've obviously experienced it. I think as well, talking to someone who's just like normal, able body, they don't fully understand until you've had that. Yeah. And my friend's like, yeah, but I've had a girl call me like a bitch. And I'm like, yeah, not really the same. Like, you it's know, when it's like it's a personal attack. A personal that attack. That we can't help. It's yeah. like, and you can't do anything. And again, with the hearing of the people's singling or laughing, mm-hmm. and it's something like I'm not. You're not funny. You're not doing anything. Like yeah. And simple things. It always happens. I always say it always happens when you're already having a bad day anyway, and it's just like the nail on the head. Like you're just like oh yeah. It's that not the, today. It's like, no. It's like <laughs> yeah. I get a lot of people like literally even nowadays. Like I do a lot of like social media work. Yes. Like you know doing stories or like. Uh-huh. You know talking kind of stuff, and I literally have people commenting like my TikToks being like your voice is so annoying like. Because I can't yeah. help my voice to yeah, my speech understand. therapy and stuff. So it's like, yeah. that still now hurts, hurts me. You. Yeah. And it's something you can't change. And it's like someone like, yeah, exactly the same. And you're like, but what does that do? Because I can't I can't just click a switch. You yeah, know? I can't just not... get a new voice Yeah, box. you know, exactly. <laughs> and, and I'm so sorry that you're a voice. You know, that's what always I always think when people say something. I'm like... Just why do you have to voice your opinion? Like my dad always says, opinions are like arseholes and everyone has them. And I always get annoyed because I think as well, people say something knowing that you can't change it, but then it just adds but something you're self-conscious about. Yeah. And I think they find like something that you obviously are really sensitive about and they just like... Dagger it. Yes. Yeah. yeah but I think, no, I agree. Yeah. I've like, you know, like I said, keep doing you yeah. and no you're just, you're doing amazing too because i googled i actually googled you and oh. i was like because i wanted to, i like to understand everyone i really i follow you on social media anyway but i wanted to find you and i wanted to understand because have you ever spoken to someone and you're like yeah you have no idea and you're just like <laughs> this is no as so i was like no i wanted to find out but you were the first person and i think as well even on love island which is such which is an amazing show but it was just to show diversity and a show that's not really showing diversity mm-hmm. so that was you broke groundies too thank you so yeah <laughs> i feel like i'm interviewing you now <laughs> we swear Love it. You have to watch this in slow mo because I've talked so fast. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Whoever's watching this, I'll be like, jeez, I'm going to sit in a dark room after this. <laughs> Honestly, you're not. Okay. You're in a good pace. Okay, that's good. <laughs> good. Obviously, in the TV industry and like even uh-huh. any kind of world, there's not many role models to look up to. Was there anyone for you to look up to? Yeah, so I, I used to be obsessed with Victoria Beckham when I was younger. Um, I don't know why I, I got my hair cut like her. Um, but I think, you know, I used to just look up to different people. Mm. I didn't really have an idol, you know, because there wasn't anyone with my condition really in the, you know, the spotlight. Yeah. Um. I there was a actor 
a male actor in America that I was like, oh, well, he's doing acting and it was just normal acting and he had my condition. But yeah, it was just everyone, I think, as well, because I knew there was a niche for this, like for my condition, for this industry. Yeah. Um, but I just looked up to different people I related to. But yeah. Yeah. So but, do you feel like there wasn't enough representation to autism no, back yeah. in the day? Oh, yeah. There was not really anything. So I feel like I wasn't like, I didn't have like, an not an idol, but like someone I could be like, oh, I can relate to in a sense. Yeah. So that's why I always wanted to become that, if that makes sense. Yeah. That representation. Yeah, 100%. Yes. And do you feel like there is more representation now? Yes, yeah, no, definitely. Because I know people like Ellie Simmons and there's Sinise Burke and there's like all different people with achondoplasia or dwarfism that are in the, you know, the spotlight Mm. or on even on social media and stuff. I'm finding people like, oh, my God, you have the same condition as me. And I feel like I have to follow them. And I'm like, why aren't they following me back? (laughs) And I'm like, they should realise that we're the same. But yeah, so I've definitely seen a lot more, which is really, really good. And Mm. it's good to show that, you know, because the more people the better and it's good that everyone's on a way that they can like people can be like oh okay they've seen one person oh I can see another person it's yeah. not like just a one-off which is really good yeah definitely yes. I feel yeah. like I've definitely seen way more like Ellie yeah. Simmons like yeah. she's on Strictly and I just loved the way that she just went for it yeah she just went uh, that's what yeah. I was saying and yeah. the, the thing that annoyed me obviously was comments that she uh-huh. got and I was just like Mm, like people are not getting it and yeah, like she exactly. was breaking boundaries and yeah the first she, person with dwarfism on strictly yeah you know and it's like but then you have to just realize that sometimes people don't like change and i feel like mm. the, you know like society sometimes doesn't accept change so when they're seeing something out from the norm they're always like no this you know all of this and given negative but mm-hmm. i think you just have to keep on like Present and then they're yeah. like, accept it. This is the new change yeah, now. Exactly. We're, we're in the twenty twenty like twenty twenty three. We're doing this. I know it's not ninety eighty anymore. I know anymore. exactly. Like we're come on guys, we're like up to date now. Yeah, definitely, hundred so, yeah. percent. And it's good, like even you know, on um, like you know, clothing brands and stuff, they're more adep- like they're more mm. adaptable and stuff, which is really good. Um, yeah. And you're seeing different people, not just the same person in all the like you know fashion magazines and stuff. So it's good. So I feel like the world is slowly coming around. Hundred <laughs> Like I see, like even like. TV commercial ads that I saw. Yeah. Do you even know Lucy Edwards? Oh, yes. She was in a Pantene hair advert on TV. And I was like, that's just so amazing to like see more representation, even on like fashion, beauty, like makeup and things like that. So I feel like I'm fighting in like 10 years time it'll be a world where it'll be so different to how it is now yeah it's more acceptance it's not a big deal it's like oh that's really interesting it's not like oh my goodness and yeah yeah like oh my god like, no like way. i know and then they just automatically assume you can't do anything i'm like no no i can yeah so yeah no i definitely think that so it's good it's slowly but surely but at least it's happening that's what i always say definitely. Um, and it's good that i think it's quite daunting when you do have a difference to go and put yourself out there because you know that you're going to receive some negative and um, mm-hmm. but just to ignore and that's what i would say yeah it's so, hard to say it you know my friends used to always say that too and i'll be like it's easier said than done it's true it's true <laughs> yeah. what's the best advice you could give to someone that maybe isn't hasn't got the confidence with dwarfism that yeah. you know is struggling to accept yeah. you know what advice could you give to them the people that are watching and yeah, yeah. So I always say to use your difference to make a difference. You know, that's like you've been given this for a reason. So you should always use it to your advantage. And it's you. It make, what makes you. I always say I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for the way I look. You know, I wouldn't have the same personality maybe if I was someone else, you know. So just use your difference to make a difference and just keep on trying and mm-hmm. don't compare yourself. I feel like that's the biggest thing um, that I'm still learning. So I'll take my own advice too. <laughs> Definitely. I think it's all about, you know, it will be hard sometimes, yeah. but 
I feel like I always say I got given a gift. I see yes. it as a gift and it's to do what we're doing now. Yes. Using our platform and, you know, people that struggle with your superpower, like just don't give up. Like yeah, keep pushing through. Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like as well, it's so hard to, it's so easy to give up mm. and just like let in and just to, I always say I use like negative to give me motivation kind of thing like negative comments or people saying I never take no for an answer if I yeah. if someone says no I'm asking the wrong person I always go to someone else I'm like no no one ever says no so I think as well just to keep on trying and just you know fight through it's it's harder though it's easier said than done people yeah. are be like oh that's so easy to say but I promise you it does like I'm still doing it now so just, everyone's still doing it. it's not yeah it's a same. journey it's yeah like, you're not plain your sailing yeah, so, yeah 100% but it's yeah. worth it in the end definitely definitely <laughs> <laughs> So what's your next goals? Like, do you have any goals that you want to achieve next? Or yeah. like, what do you want to do in life now? Okay, so, well, the question, um, I write, like, my 10-year plan, my 5-year plan. I love it. Oh, yes. So I um, I would like to get more maybe on TV again. I think definitely showing with my condition and stuff in a different aspect as what has been previously shown on TV. Yeah. So definitely, again, to show that. Anything, really. I was like, I'll go and I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I'll go on anything. I'm You'll like, be so good no, yeah, I'll just not do the eating challenge i've gone vegan for like a month so maybe not <laughs> eating any cockroaches and and um i would like to maybe go into the industry of like because i struggle so much with high heels so i have to pay like 200 pounds for a pair of high heels because i'm a size one so maybe go into the whole trying to get more accessible footwear for people with my condition but more affordable nice, yeah. i'd love to do that and um, maybe clothing as well and um, and tv so i've got different you know that'd things. be like but amazing yeah, i didn't know that you have to do yeah it's quite 200 pounds yeah genuinely so it's a website called prettysmallshoes.com they're nice but they're not even like the fashion ones yeah. you know i used to always get frustrated because my friends would go to like i don't know like asos and buy a 10 pound pair of heels and i'd have to pay like 200 pound for the exact same pair so yeah so it is quite frustrating in that sense so definitely making something more affordable and also fitting people with my conditions feet and um, mm. we got broader feet but smaller a lot of people are like oh but you can buy cheap trainers i was like yeah but I can buy like 20 pound trainers but I have to pay 200 pound for heels so not really the best yeah um and then I am really fortunate my gran she alters all my clothes okay. so I can as I said I can shop anywhere but I would like to maybe do something I don't know like because it's not really a big market in it but to maybe make more clothing accessible for people and yeah. maybe showing people with dwarfism in the kind of like limelight that's my thing I've got big goals but I, I'm still at the very beginning <laughs> no yeah, yes. you're definitely achieving my oh, thing thank you. like you said like it's such a big gap in that area. Yeah. You can 100% achieve that. Yeah. And accessibility is so important and yeah. it's so important for the community to be included. So I feel yeah. like go for it thank like you. yeah how can you kill it thank 100%. you i'm always like a person that needs instant gratification i'm like no no it takes time i'm like so <laughs> impatient i'm like okay but i'm like no no i have to take a while but yeah, yeah but it's, de it's definitely good to see anyone like you know with a difference on tv or even like doing things it's good because it just keeps on heightening and like reinforcing that we are the same as everyone else so yeah 100 i can imagine you got a lot of positivity though like yes when yeah you came out like yeah positivity definitely must have outweighed your yeah. negative like you're yeah. representing a whole community yeah like did you come out to also love as well yes. as you know yeah I just ignored the negative yeah um, but yeah lots of love I think as well I think everyone was just like 
I think it was good to show the BBC did an amazing job of like even the demographics they showed. You know, they had everyone from the ages of 21 to like 74. So amazing. like it was amazing and all different ethnicities and all different disabilities, some visible, some non-visible. So I think as well, it was a good show just to show that like, you know, I'd love all shows like that because it's so yeah. good. But yeah, the, the love was definitely there, which is really good. That's good um, to hear. Because so I was yeah. like, the better being because yes. you killed it. So. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I wasn't very good at the show, but I haven't got the whistle up. I think I didn't really fully understand the whole thing. I mean, you won. I know. <laughs> By default, basically. And they were like, me, Meryl, you won being Meryl because I had no idea the whole way. And Aaron and Hannah, they were the final as what well, the winners too. And they were like, we should have said at the end, oh no, we're going to like, Meryl voting you out. And then we've done 50 50. I was like, no, guys. I was like, no, no. I still went through all that. Yeah, but, yeah. definitely. It looked amazing. Like, I might go back for round two. Now I know what to do. <laughs> definitely. She'd be like yeah. an all star. Yeah, I said that, but they didn't really pick me up on that one. Yeah. I told them to bring us back. They said, no, no. <laughs> Another chance. No, I so, love yes. it. I mean, thank you so much for coming. Oh, thank you. I feel like I have one question I always okay, ask at the me. end. So, obviously, I call it my superpower, uh-huh. my disability. And for me, it's just because I feel like the word disability kind of makes me feel a bit segregated. That's mm-hmm. me personally. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you, what would you call your superpower? It could be anything. It could literally be like my okay. reading or like things like that. Like, what would you say is your superpower? I think maybe adapting, like Love not that. in a weird way. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, so I will use to so say, for instance, this was out of reach. Then I will figure out how to get that. So I'll use my phone, and then you know I find things to work away things. So probably adapting. I can. That's really cool. Put me in a room, and I can try and figure out how to get out or something like that. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I That's... don't know if that was a superpower, but yeah. No, that is because it's like. You're adapted, you're adapted to your life, you're adapted uh-huh. to, you know, the yeah. way you live and stuff, so 100%. Yeah, like I I, when I fill my car up at Tesco's, they always have the thing higher, like, you know, the key button, so I have to use my phone and a pen, and then I can type my pen in and type my um, pin code. So I always try and figure it out. So, yeah, I love the that. world is a way. That's a good superpower, I love <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being here, oh, Meryl. Thank, Thank you for geez. having me. It's been a pleasure to meet you as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed and took something useful from this episode. Don't forget to follow Superpowers with Tasha on your favourite podcast platform. And together, let's make our world a more inclusive and accepting place. See you next time.